On the Unhooked podcast today, we'll be talking about making your recovery and your behavior change easy so that you take out the complication, remove the barriers, and make it simple. So, stay tuned. One, two, three, four. Hi, I'm Jeremy Lipwitz, and with over 12 years of meditation experience as a mindfulness trainer and coach for high performers, I've become obsessed with helping people break free from compulsive, unhealthy behaviors and addictions and step into a life of true freedom so that they can finally become their best selves and cultivate deeper and lasting fulfillment. I've created Unhooked, the Breaking Porn Addiction Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to master your mind and optimize your life. This is Unhooked. So hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Unhooked. Today on the episode is all about making your life easy, making your recovery, making your habits and routines, taking out the complexity, making it simple and making it easy for yourself. Now, this is the fourth in the series of going through this book on Stick With It. This is the book from Dr. Sean Young. UCLA medical school professor, also the director of the Center for Digital Behaviors. And his book is, you know, just so mind blowing to me. And so we're going through one by one in each of the steps. And so if you haven't listened to the previous three episodes in this series, I highly recommend starting at the beginning and going through one by one because it will all make sense when you put it together. But if you've made it this far, today is all about (sighs) making your life easy, making it simple, finding ways to remove the barriers, remove the difficulties from whatever habit or behavior it is that you are trying to cultivate in your life. So today's topic has much less to do with the psychology or the emotional aspect of recovery. You know, on this episode, I talk a lot about how recovery needs to start at the root. It needs to be uh, the deep work of recovery so that you're not just doing the superficial, putting a Band-Aid on it, but you're actually building out a more fulfilling life and recovering from the inside out. But today is much more about the nitty gritty details, the nuts and bolts about how to quit successfully, how to actually stop the habit of watching porn, or how to start the habit of doing something you want to be doing, like exercising or eating well. And in the book, Dr. Young calls this the force of easy. And this is what I talk about in my online course as being smart about your recovery, you know, cheating in ways that make it easier for you to stick with your goals. Now, the main idea here is this. If you're having trouble doing something, make doing it as easy as possible. And if there's something you want to stop doing, make doing that as hard as possible. Because the basic concept, you know, it's so obvious is that if something is easy for you, you are more likely to follow through with it. You're more likely to stick with it. And if something is hard, You have to use a lot of willpower, a lot of motivation, a lot of effort to actually do it. Now, as a personal story from my life and my recovery, uh, you know, one of the ways that this was so important for me in my journey of recovery 
When I first started realizing I needed to quit porn, it wasn't easy. You know, it was porn was still everywhere. I had my computer with me. I was still a college student. But I remember at some point, maybe a, a few months in, I was traveling in India and it was very uh, clear to me that I needed to stop watching porn. And because I was traveling through India, I was backpacking for around three months, staying at guest houses. You know, Wi-Fi wasn't really a thing back then. We didn't have smartphones, really. So I wasn't, I wasn't connected to the Internet in the same way that I was before. And watching porn was just very hard. And because of that, because I had put myself in an environment where it was just hard to actually find porn to watch, my recovery, you know, was like on steroids on the, in those days when I was traveling through India. I was in India for about three months, and it was so easy to quit because watching porn was challenging. It was hard. And so unknowingly, I tapped into this force of making it easy to help myself quit, you know, making it easy to not be able to find porn to watch. And watching would have been very difficult. So, you know, as another example, if you want to be consistent with going to the gym, if you say, okay, I want to work out more, I want to get fit, don't choose a gym that's an hour's drive away because it takes a whole lot more willpower and motivation to stay consistent with that. Instead, if you choose a gym that's across the street from your house and it has a nice relaxing sauna, it has free towels and lockers, that's going to make it easier to go to the gym. If you want to go to the gym before work, then you can wear your gym clothes as you head out the door. You know, so you're doing things to make it easier for yourself. Now, a little bit of psychology behind the force of easy is that people enjoy doing things that are easy for them. You know, if, if rock climbing, if you are a natural at rock climbing and you go for the first time and your friends are just like, wow, you are so amazing at this, you're naturally gifted you are more likely to go back because it's something that's easy for you. You enjoy that sense of having ease with something. On the flip side, if something is challenging for you, you're not very likely to stick with it. So if you find tennis incredibly challenging, you're just not coordinated with your hand-eye movements, hand-eye coordination, and a friend brings you to play tennis and you just suck at it and it's difficult, you're not going to stick with it, right? So the psychology here is that people enjoy doing things that are easy for them. Now, in the book, Dr. Sean Young talks about the three main categories of strategies that you can use to make things easier. So the first one is controlling the environment. The second one is limiting your choices. And the third one is using a roadmap. These are the three main categories that we can employ or we can use to make things easier for ourselves. Now, each one of these I'll go through and they'll be incredibly helpful for assisting your recovery, assisting your, you know, whether it's breaking free from porn or breaking free from social media or eating healthier, whatever habit you want to cultivate, whatever change you want to bring into your life, these three will help you. It means that you will have to use less willpower less motivation, and you're more likely to finally cultivate those healthy habits and kick the bad habits from your life. So the first step you can do is, again, what they call controlling the environment. 
And in my online course Unhook, this is what I call behavioral architecture, or sometimes stimulus control. And it's about giving yourself an environment that is actually supportive of your intentions and your recovery. You know, an environment that doesn't trigger you into your bad habits and actually triggers you into the healthy habits, you know, the ones that you're trying to cultivate. So some relevant examples here, some, uh, some studies. There was one study that found that the most effective way to quit smoking was simply to remove all the tobacco products from your home and choose a date to quit. You know, so really, again, controlling your environment. When you remove all those tobacco products, you remove everything from your home. That was one of the most effective ways for people trying to quit smoking. Another interesting study related to this is they found that people who live in an area or in a neighborhood with more liquor stores tend to drink more alcohol. And people who live in neighborhoods with more marijuana dispensaries tend to smoke mar more marijuana. So again, noticing the effect of your environment and what is in your environment. And it makes sense if you are trying to quit eating donuts or quit eating you know, sweets, but each day you choose the route to work that brings you right by a donut shop. You know, and you have to walk by and you're smelling the donuts and you're seeing the donuts. You're much more likely to cave and go eat a donut. You know, because willpower is a finite resource. We only have so much willpower to use. So this is where I say it's about being smart about your recovery. Yes, willpower is important. Learning how to practice self-management is important. But being smart about your recovery and giving yourself breathing space, you know, being smart about the environment you're putting yourself in. So in recovery, we often say that stimulus control is more important than self-control. And this is particularly true in the beginning as you're trying to rewire some of those neural pathways, those neural circuits. So what does this look like in the case of, of porn and breaking free from a porn habit? Obviously, you know, throwing out or deleting all of your porn materials, your porn videos, your bookmarks, whatever it is, getting rid of anything that you use to watch porn, to masturbate, you know, whatever it is that, that supports that habit, to get rid of it. You know, delete all your files, delete all your bookmarks, throw out any paraphernalia that you use, whatever it is, get rid of anything that helps you. Some, some other tips that I have, and this is, these are things that I, I work on with my clients and they're very helpful. One is to leave your phone and your computer outside your bedroom at all times. So if you know that that's your danger zone, you know, when you go into your room and you close the door and you're sitting there with your phone and your laptop, that that's where it's pretty dangerous for you. That is definitely, you know, a place where you should be leaving your phone and computer outside your bedroom. If you have a different danger zone, you know, just figuring out where it is that you need to do it. Some other ones uh, that I've actually done with clients is one thing you can do is leave your bedroom door open at night. So if, if you know that nighttime is the time that you look at porn, leaving your bedroom door open, maybe even telling your housemates or you know, whatever, finding ways to make watching porn difficult. Of course, putting blockers on your phone, um, all of those things, anything you can think of to make it more difficult to watch porn will be helpful.
And as a side note, you know, I need to say, I've said this a million times on this, on this podcast, but it bears repeating. You cannot rely on this alone. This episode is again about the nuts and bolts of stopping the habit, but real recovery isn't deeper than that because real recovery is about living a life of inner freedom where it doesn't matter if you come into contact with pornographic material, if you see a sex scene in a movie, real recovery is at the core level where you no longer, you know, are pulled around by craving and lust and desire. And you have that sense of inner peace and inner balance and inner strength. So I just need to say that, that, you know, these things like web blockers and all those are helpful at this stage. But the deepest recovery is all of what we're talking about, building a more fulfilling life, cultivating your mind, strengthening your mind, all of this stuff. Okay, back to controlling the environment. Again, the main idea, find ways to make it more difficult to watch porn and find ways to make it easier with your environment to cultivate the healthy habits. So let's say you know that exercise is important to you for your recovery. Controlling the environment will be things like putting your gym clothes, you know, by your bedside so that when you wake up, it's the first thing you do. Uh, eating healthy, you know, finding ways to remove all the junk food in your life. Just throw it, throw it out. If you have junk food in your kitchen, in your cupboards, just throw it out. Get rid of it. Make it so that if you want to indulge in that, you have to go all the way back to the store, right? And then putting healthy food in your kitchen. Finding ways to stock your fridge with apples and carrots and eggs and all the good things for you, right? So controlling the environment, behavioral architecture. And just remembering, stimulus control is more important than self-control, particularly in the beginning of your recovery as you're rewiring your mind. Now, the second strategy is to limit choices. There's a phenomenon called choice paralysis, which means... If you have too many choices in front of you, not only is it harder and does it take more energy to actually choose what to do, but you even end up being less satisfied with whatever it is you end up choosing. You know, they've done so many studies on this showing if you go into a supermarket and you're presented with four options of jam uh, versus if you're presented with 24 options of jam, people are actually happier when they only have four options. We think, oh, okay, more choices will make me happier, but it's the opposite. The more choices you have, the more decision paralysis you have, and the less satisfied you are after you choose. So very interesting to think about that. Um, just the emotional energy it takes to process, to choose, and then the comparison that happens afterwards. So one way to see the relationship of this with your habits is, Let's say, again, you want to exercise more because you know it's important for your recovery. And this is true. I'm using that example because exercise is important. If you're not exercising, if you're not taking care of your body, it's very hard to, you know, really recover your life. So let's say exercise is one of the things you're trying to cultivate and you're giving yourself the option of running, lifting weights, rock climbing, dance, yoga, tai chi, and kickboxing. And you just say, well, at least three times a week, I have to do one of those nine different things. Then each morning you wake up, you will be paralyzed with what to do. Uh, should, I, 
Should I go to the gym? Should I go to a dance class? Should I do kickboxing? Should I go rock climbing? You know, what should I do? And on the flip side, if you limit your choices and you say, okay, I'm going to exercise five days a week and I'm going to alternate between swimming and going to the gym, you limit your choices. So when you wake up, you know, oh, yesterday I went to the gym. Today I'm going to swim. Again, this comes down to making things easier. The fewer choices you have, the easier it is to know what to do. And that leads me to the third strategy is to use a roadmap. So again, the third strategy for making things easier for yourself is having a roadmap that you're following. This is one of the huge stumbling blocks for people recovering from porn is that they don't have a roadmap for their recovery. They don't know where to get started. Obviously, if you're not clear on what you need to do in your recovery, it's hard to actually move forward. You might just think, well, I just need to stop watching porn, but I'm not sure what else to do. Of course, that's not going to be as successful as if you have a proven roadmap, you know, something that you trust and say, as long as I'm following the steps on this roadmap, I know that I will reach my destination. So one of the best things you can do for your recovery is have a roadmap in place, knowing the steps you need to take to move forward and make progress. So for example, with quitting porn and really breaking free from addiction, you know, some of the steps I talk about in my online course, the first one is really get clear on your vision, on what's important to you in life. You know, th this again, it's, it's the roadmap that I walk people through and it's, these are steps that you need to take. You need to know what's important to you. You need to know what kind of life you want to have in the future. The next step is building the strong mental foundations. So learning how to cultivate your mind, learning how to practice mindfulness, how to practice self-compassion, how to practice resilience and equanimity. These are things that you need in your journey. The third step that I talk about in my course is setting goals, you know, cultivating healthier lifestyle habits, exercise, sleep, nutrition, really cultivating, you know, that well-rounded, balanced life. And then finally, you know, another step in the process of recovery is making sure to build that more fulfilling and meaningful life, a life that doesn't need addiction. This is the deeper work. Again, if you just do the first couple, you're mo mostly going to be focused on that superficial aspect in the, the just stop watching porn. But the truth is addiction comes from an unfulfilling life. It's when we don't have our needs met that we need to escape into addiction. And so for deep, long-lasting recovery, you need to be doing that work of cultivating your relationships, you know, finding things that are meaningful to you, finding time for solitude and reflection and spirituality. These are important steps. So this is one of the things you can do, again, to make it easier, is use a roadmap, knowing exactly when you wake up, what do I need to do next? So these are the three different strategies, I would say, that they talk about in the book. Again, the book comes from Dr. Sean Young. I highly recommend reading it. And again, just as a side note on this, you know, a lot of what I'm talking about here is things like doing some sort of detox from porn, doing, uh, you know, a reboot where you really give yourself 30 days, 60 days, 90 days to stop watching porn and feel the effects of that on your system. 
this is most important in the beginning. You know, I talk about with my clients that in the future, if you watch porn, you know, once every three months or five months or six months, it's not a huge problem. But in the beginning, when you're coming from that highly addicted state, when you are watching every day, this reboot process or the detox process is so important because your brain needs time to heal. And it also needs time to know what it's like to not be under the influence of porn. You know, it's like if you're trying to help a plant grow and you're giving it water and sunlight and nutrients, but you're also pouring poison on it every day. It's going to be impossible for that plant to thrive and grow and flourish if you keep pouring on the poison. It doesn't matter how much sunlight and water and nutrients you give it. So for this detox, for the reboot, you know, it's really about understanding you need to give yourself that time, that break. You know, the 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. If you can go a year without watching porn, you know, the longer you can go, the better. It really helps you heal and start to rewire some of those neural pathways. So that's it for today. Again, make your life easier. Find ways to take away some of the complexity, you know. Just get rid of your porn stuff. Throw it all out remove your, you know, whatever bookmarks you have, leave your phone outside the bedroom, find ways to support your recovery by being smart about your environment. You know, just whatever you can do to make it easier. And again, this ties into all the other tips we've talked about before, like step ladders, you know, making your recovery easier by setting a lower bar for what you need to do. Maybe, maybe easy means, okay, I'm going to go to the gym twice this week. Maybe easy means I'm going to meditate just five minutes every day, but in, you know, just five minutes. Finding ways to make it easier by implementing the stepladder approach we talked about in the first part of this series. And then also community that we talked about. You know, The more you can surround yourself with a supportive community, the easier it is to stay consistent with your habits. So that is it for today. Much love. Again, please leave a review if you find this helpful. Share it with your friends if you know anyone who needs it. And as always, if you are looking for support and coaching, feel free to sign up for a free discovery call on my website. Or you can sign up for my course, which is all about this. It gives you that roadmap. So just go to my, uh, my website and then click on the courses tab on the top and you'll see a link to Unhooked, my online course around breaking free from digital addictions like porn. So that's it. Much love to you all and I'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.